Hello and welcome along to G'day GA, brought to you in association with O'Neill's International Sportswear, the choice of champions. Please visit O'Neill Sportswear at, at O'Neill Sportswear AU on Facebook and Instagram. Well, I'm delighted to be joined this evening here by, firstly, Giggles coming to us from Tipperary slash Waterford. Where is it? Tipperary slash Waterford. <laughs> We're in County Waterford, Liam, County Waterford, <laughs> Brian. Yeah, no, he, in fairness, he, he lives in County Waterford, but he does his day-to-day in... In Clamel, kids go to crash Clamel. Does he shopping in Clamel? Like there is, that's just to be clear on that much. Yeah, but the local pub is on this side of the river, and the river is the border. So the immigrants rest. There you go. The immig- An apt yeah. name. Yeah, immigrant <laughs> out of Tipperary to Waterford. <laughs> the immigrants rest. That's a nice point there too. Yeah, and we just Shawnee coming to us from down under Southern Hemisphere. In beautiful Melbourne, sunny Melbourne, Johnny. What's the temperature this morning at 8 o'clock in the morning? I couldn't tell you the temperature, but we're heading for a top of 32 today, Liam. Me and Giggles don't miss that at all. I actually don't get it. I enjoy the cold. And, and Liam, Liam, rumour has it, Shawnee was red hot himself in the in the Gary O'Nines last weekend. Oh, Winning he was. A, a tenth Gary O'Nines medal this age. Just no, sixth or seventh maybe. I haven't the clue. Uh, Giggles, Too many of them. He doesn't count them. Um, he doesn't count them. No. Yeah, he doesn't count them. Yeah, we had a fantastic day um, last weekend for the Gary Owen. Ted O'Sullivan ninth. Um, ourselves, are we two teams out? Most most hurling teams are two teams out. Um, Bar St. Kevin's, we beat Shamrocks, Melbourne Shamrocks in the final after playing them in the first. Stars, Rob Lennon. From Kilkenny, um, and they also had Kieran Bennett from Waterford, Valley Sagardman, who was on actually on their other team. But uh, yeah, it was very competitive. A uh, lot, a lot of new people out there. Loads of new hurlers out there. Um, it was like a complete competition. Um, and we got over the line. Successful day. Happy outcome out there. Pretty sore for a few days after, but that comes with the territory. Bringing in your forties, I guess. So. Um, yeah, no, no, fantastic day and preparations are now set in the way for the uh, Pierce's Sevens, which is on Sunday week, which will be another bumper day. Um, I've just been uh, putting my feelers out to Sydney to see what's coming down from there. And um, great loyal listener of the show, Brian Vaughan, has told me, has been rattling off um, inter-county names, left, right and centre, that are hitting the shores of Melbourne next Sunday morning. So it'll be interesting to see how that's going to go. And uh, uh, yeah, look, it's yeah. Uh, it's always the best time of year, I'm sure. I'm sure you know, lads would miss this time of year, not not the not the, the middle stages of the year. So yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, and no, I rang Eagles during the week and I just said, if you could just go out for this next week and a bit for the build-up to the sevens and the weekend of the sevens, there's no better week in uh, in Melbourne or Australia, I don't think, than that. That kind of week, the few days before and the few days after, and obviously the day of. Um, yeah, it's a it's a, yeah. it's a fantastic competition and great to see it come back post COVID. There was a lot, you know, and there was a lot of big names out there. A lot of the AFLW stars played with Pierce's who won that. the ladies football. Yeah, you had Vicky that. Wall, um, you had Aileen Gilroy, Sinead Goldrick. They all of them lined out with Pierce's. Um, Joanne, are, are they going to play in the sevens? Are they going to play in the sevens? There, I apparently they are, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well. They beat Wiltons in the final. The Wiltons footballers, men's footballers, one of the other football, uh, the senior football, and um, 
Melbourne Shamrocks won the Camogie. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. there was a lot of lot of uh, high profile names out there. Um, Aileen Gilroy actually, who's playing with Hawthorne, she won the Player of the Tournament for the ladies football. So I would I would imagine there'll be similar names coming down from Sydney and across from Paris and and Brisbane. Um, from the inter-county scene as well. So, yeah, it's going to be a big, big weekend it's coming up. Serious competition Sunday mm. week. Yeah. It is, and Liam was saying, it's, it's, it's carnival atmosphere, really, isn't it? Especially when the sevens get scored. And I don't know, Pierce is doing a very good job of their, their Snapchat when it was going at the time. And it's you had everyone yeah. From, yeah. from the Marley girls at one stage <laughs> to the different teams. And then they'll be trending. And yeah, it's it's fantastic tournament, both of them. And we were, we were only chatting about Taylor Sullivan as well and the one-liners he'd have. Um, shame that he's not with us anymore, but... I guess forever now remembered to the tournament. That that's definitely. one good thing about it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's all, it's always going to be known now as the Tato Sullivan Nines. I guess even Gary Ron are pushing their name aside and and putting Ted's name up there because he's such a, a loyal servant to to Gary Owen and the GA out here. Well, Shani, we'll be keeping a close look on, on the sevens um, on Sunday week. Um, we will definitely do. I think. We, I know there's a couple of Dixborough lads as well from Kilkenny out as well playing with Central Coast and obviously you're on the ground there we, we'll have to do a post sevens show to get some of the lads on maybe just to get their uh, their feelings on how yeah. they went to their first sevens maybe not in the immediate aftermath or the, or the few days give them a few days to kind of re- recover after the event but um, yeah we'll, well as you know the um, the preceding days after the sevens are probably the, big, the biggest days around oh, the pubs yeah. in Melbourne so oh. Um, I would say you'd have to least give Follow them Thursday week. or Friday. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Really, yeah. really Some of them mightn't even make it back to Sydney, so that's happened. Yeah, be or, surprised or make it down. Um, well, yeah, look, yeah, look, excited for free and uh, yeah, hopefully, what well, you know, Gary Owen can go well in, in, in all codes, but we'll definitely be keeping a close eye and looking forward to see see how he, how you get on. Um, on today's show, we are going to have a look back at obviously the first round of the, of the National League and look look ahead to this weekend which we have some some fun interesting ties in front of us so we're going to have a quick look at that Giggles has a sick child in the bed uh, with multiple ailments so he could be called away at any time so we do have a, a, a time sensitivity around us and Shawnee has to get <laughs> out and enjoy that son so we, we'll, get, we'll get right into it so we had the, we had the first round. Um, we, we give Shawnee his due just to get him going there with with Cork and Limerick. But I think the first call out about that is one that there was twenty thousand at a National League hurling match in February. Like mm, yeah, like that's unbelievable. Yeah. Like you know, I know we'll get to the hurling part of it in a second, which was also very interesting. But there's a huge appetite. For matches, isn't there? Like it's it's amazing to see twenty thousand at that game. Incredible, incredible. I suppose the car public are behind uh, paying the old date as well as and getting out in force and helping with the old gate receipts. Liam, we have to. All the money is is uh, so required. That's all, that's to all, pay that's off all that being cleared. We've all paid for that ourselves. It's not, it's not <laughs> the car. It's not the car. supporters paying for that. We've it's, all paid for that. It's the next development now we're looking at, Liam. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It was. Geez, I um, I flicked it on here on Sunday morning before I went out and played the nines, and I couldn't get over the crowd. I mean, geez, it was fantastic. Well, the match, the match itself, then 
was um, pretty tame as as we all know. The first half it was a game of two halves. First half we were it was the same old Cork, same old Limerick, just running over the top of them, um, and it was it was hard enough to watch. And I I um, had the breakfast and sat down for the the second half, and it was a totally different attitude, totally different. You know, um, I would game plan as well the way they, they the way they squeezed up the middle and, and ran down at at Limerick, um, like the likes of the forwards coming back into midfield and, and closing down players. Um, that's, I guess, that's hopefully the start of the new reign of Pat Ryan and what he's going to bring to um, to the Cork setup this year. Um, a lot of new players. Obviously, we're, we're going to be disappointed with Robbie O'Flynn's injury. I think it's 68 weeks he's going to be out with, no, with a dislocated it's, it's, ankle. It's probably the lesser end of what it could have been, though. I reckon it kind of yeah. like it could have been a season-ending one. And I look. I think, being all honesty, if we want to progress, you know, from last year where we where we did in the championship, we definitely need the likes of Robbie O'Flynn. He's our he. To be honest, he's our spearhead at the moment in terms of physicality, speed, uh, in that Cork attack. I mean, like you obviously have Seamus Seamus Harrod come back. Patrick Horgan is going well for this time of year as well, you know. So and he's got an enthusiasm again to go. So look. It's first round of the league. You're not getting carried away. It was a good performance. But I think Cork need a good league because it needs a bit of positivity. And they're a team who probably go better with a bit of positivity behind them and around them than most teams. And and, and I, I hate to burst the positivity bubble. And I think it was brilliant that they won. I was afraid they were going to lose. Mm. But just listen to these nine names, right? Nicky Quaid, Mike Casey, Barry Nash, Dermot Burns, Kyle Hayes, Willow Donahue, Aaron Galan, Peter Casey, like, and and, and 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 it would have been any team, Johnny, not just Cork, and that's oh, yeah. frightening. Um, that those eight or nine players, Declan Hannah went off after forty-eight minutes. Keen Lynch came on, right? So you can say one for one there, right? But that's the the talent that they have, and they're resting yeah. them as well. They're doing exactly what they did last year. What they'll end up doing, and I had a quick look at the team there, and some of those players who I mentioned are in this week. Some of them are out. Some of the players who played are out. They they'll give guys a game every two games. They'll trial the new players like Colin Coughlin on a line that has two strong lads with them, so they can get real experience and not get kind of hosed by playing a full fifteen newbies and. Um, they, they and we only like, won by a point. I mean, like and, Limerick and, could have easily won it, and yeah. Limerick were at what? Where were they at? Maybe 65 percent. We were probably at eighty-five yeah. percent. You know, so uh, yeah. definitely, yeah. But 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 an interesting. Patrick Horgan did look very good. I, I was very surprised at how well he's moving. But it nearly suits him. In he's he's a guy who looks after himself so well. He mm. he he doesn't. I don't think he'll peak. I think he's at peak now, and he'll continue at that level for the next six or eight months while the inter-county season goes on. But everyone else will get fitter and faster. So it'll be interesting to see how Patrick Horgan goes later in the season. I've no doubt he'll clean up in the league as as players are kind of getting fitter. Um, but I think I think Robbie O'Flynn, I agree, is a savage last for Cork. He, he is their line breaker. He's their yeah. go-to person. His finish for the goal was unbelievable. And... Yeah, he, he, he may or may not be back for the... He'll be back for the Ward for Championship game, I'd say, just about. Just about, yeah. He'll, he won't be at... He won't be at full tilt for that, but I'd say he'll feature at some stage in it as well. Um, They are trying a lot of new... Cork are trying a lot of new people, which they need to, because they there's a lot of... There's a lot of 
options that haven't worked in the last couple of years. And they need new players. They need yeah. to bring in that twenties team. You know, you know, um, Karen Joyce is is going to get better and better. And you've seen him on Saturday, like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, they need momentum. They yeah. need to be getting these results. Well, the two the two problem areas, which is why they didn't win at Ireland when they got to the two finals, three and six. Well, they have number six sorted now, as long as he doesn't yeah, get injured. Yeah, three is still not sorted, though, yeah. Well, oh, Downey's brother was it's quite only good. one game. Yeah, it's, it's only, only one, one game, game so he, yeah. he left test. But yeah. your man, what's his name from Castle Marcher, the centre-back, Joyce? He's, he's a savage player. He's yeah. class. And he's only 20 and he's still. Ha- and he's and he's had a championship already under his belt, like so. He'd remind he, you of Ronan Corcoran a little, or Ronan Curran a little bit, Curran. wouldn't he? Yeah. 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 He, he kind of has that way about him. He can go forward, take a score. He's aggressive, like as well. Aggressive, yeah. yeah. I think he, he's a brilliant centre-back. So, while we're, while we're on that, maybe then looking ahead to Cork and Galway, while we're touching on Cork up, up yeah. to go, um, that will, I think, will be an interesting game too. Um, I think the year two for Shefflin is going to be a very interesting year, knowing that he's in that, he's in that kind of probably two-year term and second year of it. Where do, like, where do we think Galway need to improve in particular compared to last year? You know, they really had a shocking end to that year. I would say, no, they lost to Limerick Grand and the Puppet Heroic fight, but that Leicester final against Kilkenny, they were, you know... Yeah, it was awful. Do, 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 do you know what I think he's after setting out his stall already, and I think it's a great move, is Conor Whelan to centre forward. Because he is a beast, and he will win his own ball, and he will tackle, and he will score. And that just puts the cat among the pigeons. And I think it's the perfect fulcrum then for the kind of lighter, nippier Galway forwards to kind of play off that and, and kind of create more scores. Concannon came on, he was quite strong. It, Jason Flynn came on, he was quite strong. So he's getting the kind of bigger guys. They're still young, Concannon, Connor Whelan and Jason Flynn. Get those three with any other three. And, and sorry, Mannion wasn't playing either, the, the kind of midfielder forward Mannion. I, I think he he's shaping up nicely and I think there was an article about him about Galway being the number two team in the country at the moment. I I wouldn't disagree with that. I think it's a bit early to be calling it, but Very he does look like he's he, he, it is, yeah. But yeah. He, he 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 does look like he's shaping in the right direction and I think Connor Whelan to centre forward is a is a big move and I think it's a very positive move for Galway. And on, on that, it is on TG Carter on Sunday. Obviously, GA go for Shawnee down under, but it's on deferred coverage with the obviously the headline game, of course, being Kilkenny and Tip on Sunday at one thirty yeah. in Nolan Park, which I I actually am really looking really looking forward to. I went up to Antrim to up to Belfast for Kilkenny Antrim on Saturday. Left nine o'clock in the morning, give myself plenty of time. Got a puncture at Dundalk on the motorway, but got a blowout. Missed the first half of the match, uh, but we got in for the second half. Um, You're a season ticket holder now, Liam, are you? I'm a season ticket holder, yeah. Season ticket holder, plus actually all the club games included as well. And, and the whole family in, into that as well. I would be hurdle family. Very good. Um, but the conditions and the wind and rain that the hurdle that match was played, I know, Giggles, you were watching it on the... On, did you watch it on telly or on, on playback? Mm. Like, it was outrageous. Like, I hadn't seen hurling played in that type of weather in a long, in a long, long time. No. It was an unbelievable slog. You know, I'm not taking that... In, away from that performance for Kilkenny, Kilkenny wise but it, it does show though I think there was lads playing for Kilkenny on Saturday and there'll be lads playing for Kilkenny on Sunday and it's a simple matter that if Brian Cody was there they wouldn't be in the likes of those under 20s from last year um, they're being given a chance and some of them just wouldn't simply wouldn't be there I think under, under Cody 
and some players on the panel wouldn't be there under Cordy. And that's not. Are you saying that in a positive way? Or in a positive way. Really in a positive. I think it's a positive okay. because I yeah. think I think what has happened was like there's been such a core there and very little change on that squad for such a long time. Like as in oh, generations of teams have come through, but it's you know it's slowly slowly. But this league panel compared to last year's league panel would be probably be a fifty percent turnover. I'd say. Um, now it it go ahead. Last year. The key areas, he still had a kind of all the kind of the the kind of core players like Parik Welsh, Killian Buckley, Diga. They they still Walter. occupied the yeah, main did. positions. Walter, yeah, yeah, they did. And which which, which is kind of worrying for Kilkenny, isn't it? In a, in a way that oh. there's not as strong a spine there that you'd really look to for a Kilkenny intercounty team. That that was my only initial against very early, but I was thinking thinking. Jesus, Parvick Welch, we thought was kind of coming to the end and he was taken off in a couple of games. He didn't start a couple of games for Brian yeah. Cody last year. Now he's back in at six. Killian Buckley, the same. Your club mate, Liam, was kind of totally nearly out of favour by the time we got to the end of it last year in at number five. They're missing a couple of Ballyhale guys. How many of them will break uh, in? To be, to be a lot, but to be four Ballyhale lads on the team. TJ Mullen, Cody, and maybe Derek Harkin. Is it Richie yeah. Reid, I suppose, Richie as well? Reed, yeah, yeah, five, you know, maybe. Yeah. So, like, the, like, there will be a big change come back in, but I just do think it is great. It'll be interesting to see if there are any Bally Hill lads are in for, in for Sunday, actually. I don't know if that's going to be the case. I'd say a few of them would be keen to come in for that. But I think what's interesting about Sunday in particular is that, you know, you've got Derek Ling, Nuclear Kenny manager, known as certain of anything, whether you're on a panel or a team. you got Carl in for tip. He's rebuilding a new tip team, really, yeah. after the shit show that they've had for the last while. And... It's. I think there's something very interesting about that game, and then you just have the that rivalry between Kenny and Tip. So, I expect. I think there's going to be a big crowd in Northern Park on Sunday. Like, and most people I'm talking to around the town are, go, are going to it. I think you know it's over the road from Tip as well. It's not far away to come. So, I think it's going to be a bit. Of a, could be a bit of a humdinger. And just, just looking at the Tip team here, Liam, and he's got Jamie Callan in, Jason Ford back in, yeah, Noel yeah. McGrath, the Farty, Dan McCoy. There's a strong. The, the only person he seems to be missing, and it could be because the Fitzgibbon final. Is that centre back slash wing oh. back from Brian O'Mara? Semi finals, isn't it? Semi finals, sorry. Yeah. 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 Kilkenny team's in too, but uh, there's nobody here. Let's just seen it here now. You would you wouldn't expect them to be though, because Owen Cody no, was playing. I know. It's, it's, I was just interested to see would yeah. there, would 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 there would there be? Um, there'll be no Darryl, there'll be Darryl no Darryl team Kilkenny and, and oh, Tip Darryl 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 in. Darryl 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 in. Sorry, Derek Harkin's in. Sorry, Derek Harkin's in. Is Derek Harkin playing? Is he? Yeah. He's got a lot of hurling done then because he's he's playing Fitzgibbon with UL at wing back and he's just won the All Ireland Club. Like you kinda have to wonder sometimes about the the wisdom about playing guys too much at this time of the year because we all know if you pick up a fucking hamstring injury, it just niggles at you for weeks and months, whether it's psychologically or physiologically. You nearly are all really about that. Yeah. Never never had a hamstring injury. You never ran fast enough. <laughs> I just just never, just don't get that soft tissue stuff. Don't break down like cookies. I'm more strategic in my running. <laughs> Backs don't get hamstring injuries. Only forwards get hamstring injuries. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, look, you're yeah, that's fair enough. But I think yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. Like like I said, look, there's you know there's lads there that just simply I don't think would be there. There's some old there's some old names that we all know. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it now. I think it'll be good. Um, it's probably. He's so been in at a good start, Liam, last he week. He did. Start to intercounty life. He did. And, like, it's funny because I was looking at him last year. He was probably the standout player at the under 20 level for Kenny. And you're looking at him thinking, he wouldn't last against Limerick. 
you know yeah. like is it just fi- you know, physicality wise but then I saw him up in Belfast in the flesh like massive yeah he, he's not he, he didn't look yeah. he looked alright physically they reckon he's put on 10kg anyway since the 20s last year that's what the that's what most people are saying he's actually put on 10kg in the gym he's already put on 10 oh, kilos that'd be, that'd be, 10 kilos is ferocious amount it couldn't be that much that'd be Connor Butler's kind of stuff would it <laughs> I thought you were going to be sending me over a, a, a good Christmas. Like no, no, <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I actually couldn't believe how how, how much he had had, had broadened out in, in that short space of time. Like, you know, it's because it's only like seven or eight months ago. But um, yeah, look, I think I think it will be good. Again, you know, you're not getting ahead of yourself in this league, and like we talked about in depth last week about what it is. But I think it is exciting seeing all these different lads come through. Same some of the old old timers, but there is there is that um optimism around in the air with that freshness I think it does it does you know rejuvenate things um. but you know, it shows up to, it shows up two interesting I think debates right and one of them is very controversial we throw that out first so in the month of January the end of the month of January you can get 20,000 in Parky Cueve for an inter-county game on a Saturday night you'd probably get 10,000 in there if it was on a Wednesday night or something like that people looking for something to do during the week and now we're going to have it for six months and then we're not going to have it because the club season, the split season, and we all know that works. But but I I think I mentioned it sometime stage last year. Like rugby union went to the stage where it became semi-professional and professional, and there is an appetite in Ireland for an all-round season of inter-county, and it would mean if that if that was to go ahead, it would mean you'd have to kind of obviously pick between your club and your county. And if you were a pick for your county, you'd go and play with your county and not with your club. And clubs would continue to develop players for county. And it'd be that type of, of model, which is very different to what we have now. And I couldn't imagine it coming in the next 10 years. But nearly last weekend just goes to show that there's an appetite for that. That every weekend of the year, if there was home and away games and the stadiums got lights, there's a huge appetite for inter-county play all year round. And well, not all year. Like it's still an off season, like in every sport. Yeah, like. Sorry, nine, nine or ten months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, not, not. Yeah, exactly. You'd have your your two, two to three month break, um, and 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 there would be no fixture congestion because you're not waiting around for county players, and that would allow the club game to prosper even more because they would be playing alongside it, and you'd go and play your match up in. Cork in a challenge game against Watergrass Hill before Dix, with Dixborough before Kilkenny play Cork in Parky Cueve and there's a weekend made of it and there, there's a lot to be said from it from a playing point of view from a social point of view from a community aspect but we all know it's never going to happen <laughs> unfortunately that, that, yeah, that's the, yeah. Look, I think, the thing I, about it I think what's going to rather we, we try and go get, get back on track but I, I do think it's falling the league into the championship and it's a league and it's a proper league championship the whole way through whatever way that takes takes place mm. you know you play each other you play each other twice home and away and then it goes to the top eight and then you go into a quarter final semi-final final and you run off to provincials or something else I don't know but I, I agree with that yeah you run off to provincials separately and the other, the other thing there's the second thing I was going to show up is there's a huge inequity in the two league groups I find this year that like you have Waterford's Tipperary and Kilkenny probably very strong. Dublin, even though they got the draw at Watford, not as strong. And then two weak teams in one group. And then on the other side, you probably have five very strong teams and Westmead. 
so I, I think, I don't know who it suits better, to be honest. And, and it's the same league groups that was there last year. So I don't know how they're ever going to change it. Like, is there ever going to be a year uh, when Galway come across? They've ballsed up this league. I don't know. Like, yeah. yeah, it used to be before you could get relegated out of it and all that. And there was, you know, one in. One, yeah. one B and it actually meant something like in that you could go up or go down. I remember Cork were in Cork were down one year with with the rubbish teams what was one of the years yeah. I was, do you know like there was a relegation involved which is not good like you know there was an actual thing about it like I don't like oh, that oh yeah I don't you just had us being relegated by Kerry there one year remember that oh that <laughs> was in that was in the round robin that nearly happened yeah. too except Waterford then got relegated yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah uh, um, but yeah look this is. I don't think they're still fecking around with this thing. I, like I think, yeah, we won't go into it again. We talked about it at length last week. The appetite is there from a supporters' point of view. Like yeah. even up in Belfast, there, like it was wind and rain. Now it's in Corrigan Park, which is like is a club pitch. It's actually you know St John's team, but it was packed. Like it was absolutely yeah. packed in 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 shocking weather. Now I mean brutal, and I'm sure if it was a, a dry day, there would be another couple of thousand in there. You know, so we're going to see big crowds again. I think this weekend to be a big crowd in Kilkenny. I'm sure Galway and Cork will attract a big crowd up in Pierce Stadium, um, you know, and, and it's it's great to see, you know, that that excitement at this at this time of year. Which, but then the funny thing, you know, I'm going to put that on the flip side, right? You look now to a game, we'll say a quarter final, or the the prelim to the quarter final. It could be a Waterford against, we'll say, I'm going to say Dublin. Just going to throw it out there. There's something weird game like that, and there could be like eight thousand that or something. Do you remember we had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember yeah, we yeah. had those games last year where you're looking at a game in Parky Creek at five o'clock on a Saturday evening, and there was like no one yeah. there. Everyone's on holidays. Yeah, no, I know, but like yeah, yeah, it, no, no, it's it's, it's, it's it, 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 it that that part of it doesn't stack up then, you know, or even Leinster final this year, like you know, I was at Kenny Galway, like low crowd. I think there might have been twenty thousand at, or you know, like is in. But 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 there's fans that travel and there's fans that don't travel, and everybody knows the Galway hurling crowd don't travel. Yeah. They say it themselves; they don't go anywhere. So, having Leinster finals in Crow Park with Galway involved is absolutely. I think Kenny as well. I I just don't think there's need for Leinster final in Crow Park. You know, really, especially when you get an atmosphere like if it was Galway with Kenny and and you had it in Tullamore, atmosphere would be unreal. Book a hostel or a hotel in Tullamore, and you're in a kind of a large provincial town as opposed to Dublin. Oh, you yeah. get a bit of crack going on. It would be unreal. But yeah, there's definitely kind of nearly a role there for the kind of a- atmosphere coordinator in the pictures <laughs> calendar person. That but sure, look, it, it does look make the, a big look at the difference. minor All Ireland final this year. Like you know, it, you know, you could say that those young yes, lads wanted yeah, to play yeah, in Crow yeah. Park, but they had in Nolan Park. Yeah. Nolan Park sold out, and I no matter what the fi- the game was a cracker because of the crowd. Like the crowd yeah. had such a factor on that game, the excitement, the the tense like atmosphere. If that had been in Crow Park, it wouldn't have been the same match. I don't like I think they they need to look at that that even for games like Turles, all Ireland semi final, like Kenny and Clare have that in Turles. Like Turles, there, there's not going to be, there, yeah. there wasn't going to be seventy thousand ad like. No. You know. But anyway, that's for another day. I don't it's not gonna it's not gonna happen either. But I do I do no. agree, I do think, yeah, having the state calling the stadium is that where you're gonna have the crowds is is important. Uh, Giggles, Davies' first start anyway, a draw. We thought we were going to be winning the Ireland after 10 minutes, 1 5, no score off. <laughs> uh, and Don't then he started talking to the lad behind the goal by all accounts, and we went downhill after that. <laughs> He's get there's get there, the Waterford team are getting a lot of flack for this tried and tested Davy tactic whereby he has a, a crony behind the goal. 
and he's mic'd up and he's told to tell the goalie where the puck outs are going, basically. Which, if you have a guy sitting in the stand Jesus. and he can see where all the, the balls land and where they're winning, there's obviously an, an element of an edge to be got out of it. But then on the flip side is, it's a game of hurling. You have to let the players play. You, yeah. We don't want a, a scenario where we've American football, call timeout, there's a five minute break and then you have it a 10 seconds play. And, and that's probably where he's getting those ideas from. But I think in general, look, it was an awful game to watch. To be, to be honest about it, I, I, I didn't enjoy watching it myself. Watford went off with a bang. Um, then Dublin came back a bit. Conor Gleeson got skinned, in fairness, for the two goals. Um, and that kept Dublin in it a bit. Stephen Bennett getting sent off, Jack Fagan getting sent off, kind of put us down to 13. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Everyone says, oh, both managers will be happy. I don't think either manager will be happy, to be honest. I don't think there was a good performance on either side. I think, if anything, Michael Dunne would be happier because he has a very limited squad. Like, you could see that. You could see all the players who are after leaving, Liam Rush, um, a few others on the Dublin panel that are gone. Keno Callahan is gone. Mark Schutte is not committing. Uh, Sean... Moran, isn't it? The other cool lad is gone. So they have a very young, limited team. Um, and I thought they were there. For, that Watford had a relatively strong team out in comparison. I thought would have thought Watford should have been winning that uh, by more. He brought on Jack Pendergast. He brought on Austin Gleeson and Dizzy and they steadied the ship and kind of got a bit of dominance before we had the two men sent off. But, you know, it's... Water Especially at home as well, you'd expect, you know, a better performance or a better result. Um, yeah, like the quality that Waterford had and the names that they had, you didn't, you wouldn't expect that result again. And you wouldn't expect that result in the middle of the championship now, with the, the same team. The, the, the other thing is Waterford have Dublin first, then they have Leash this weekend, then they have Antrim, right? So they have a lovely little roll in there with no relatively hard game and play Tip and Kilkenny then last two games so you'd imagine if you were the manager and you're looking to build a block of fitness this is the perfect time to do it mm. so whether they're going through a hard block yeah. of training or not that, and that's, that's the other that's the other thing i was going to say like you like yeah. davy we know davy is ruthless like and you can imagine what they're doing in the background as well and yeah exactly that we don't know we don't know yeah so look i think i think after last year Every Watford person, I'd say every Watford player, even if you ask them themselves, they'd say they don't know what went wrong last year. There's a bit of, fuck, are we that good or are we that bad? And I think they'll kind of have to work themselves into it this season. Um, I think they'll probably target Tip and Kilkenny in the league for two big performances and not really be too bothered with the league after that. Um, but sure, if Watford blew them out the water as well, then you'd be saying, oh, sure, they did the same last year and... Look, look! I, th- I, I think the big takeaway from this league is, guys, is you're not. We're not going to be making any decisions after the league on anyone. Like, agree. I'm agree, not going to yeah, be ranking yeah. anyone. I'm not going to be ruling anyone no. in. I'm not going to be ruling anyone out because of the nature of the squads. You look at Kenny this weekend yeah. playing tip. They're not having. You know, yeah. the four main Ballyhale lads aren't there. Um, you know, Limerick missing all the lads the weekend. I think it's just more. Okay, let's see who who's going to come through that we didn't know about. Yeah. Players wise, yeah. I think that's the big one for me across the board. Okay, you know, interesting idea. Okay, he's a prospect; he might make it. Blah 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 blah. Um, but like before we know it, though, we'll be in this round robin, and we we won't believe that that's kicking off. That's going to be yeah. that's going to be the big one. Um, the other big news is obviously that the two Waterford round robin games are in. Hurlis. Hurlis, which is great for the T-Pass potentially as well. 
So hopefully I'll be in for that. Oh, good. Yeah. And and t- and we're playing tip away in Turles as well. Yeah. <laughs> so three games in Turles. Yeah. And one game in Cork. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. oh, are you playing? Are you playing Cork? Cork, Cork. What day is that one on? No, you could be an honorary Watford man. This 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 championship team. Yeah. Oh jeez, I'll be warm for Watford in all those matches. Um, if it's against Cork, it'll be definitely Watford. When is that one? I wonder that one. That'll That's be, the that, first game. That's the first game of be, the round that, robin. Oh, that'll be deadly now. Um, looking forward to the one. The one. We don't have a look at Cracky Cueve Liam. I know. Haven't been itching to get down there. Haven't been. I haven't been. I've heard. I have heard. Like it's, it is meant to be amazing, but like after spending a hundred million, I want to be like it was meant to cost thirty. Like so, I, 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 I was in Old Trafford during the week, and I swear to God, do you know the outside where the bar is behind the sand? It reminded me of the old Parky Cueve. I'd never been to Old Trafford before. Yeah, old Trafford's fallen down, but it's so old. Yeah. Like the atmosphere was electric in there, but it was like the old Parky Cueve, exactly like it. You know, everyone squashed together, this hundle kind of view. They spent not Funny knowledge. story, actually. I, interview, I interviewed a guy only yesterday. He's from Cork and he on his CV. He's an engineer who worked on Parky Cueve, so... <laughs> he's straight in. He him. gets straight in. He's straight in. He yeah. a big bonus, a bonus in his bank account coming across. What's le- his name? Frank paid him all well. He'll, he'll have no problem going over budget anyway, Johnny. Want to keep an eye on him on the jobs. Um... <laughs> Get but, him in for the redevelopment there, Gailey Park, Shawnee, if you fly it. But yeah, look, yeah, that's, I think that's the thing for me. But when when that round robin comes around, it'll be bang, 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 like we've talked about before. Yeah, I think it's amazing that week on week stuff. Um, and looking forward to getting down to some of those games that don't involve Kilkenny. The one I'm dreading going to, which is Kilkenny Wexford, is in Wexford, in Wexford Park. And I think it's the last. I don't know. Was it the last game again? That that is fix, it again? Again, yeah. yeah. And that's like that was not not enjoyable last year. We lost to bloody Wexford in Kilkenny, and we still mm. got through to Leinster final, which was bizarre. But um, and you and you won the Leinster final then, yeah. Yeah, do you know, I was Kilkenny looked like it was good, like it was dire straits at that game, and then it just went up. So it's a, it's a you you do have great opportunities in this format. That if you pox your way into get to the knockout, you're kind of you can just restart again. Yeah, you know you could be very unlucky and play very well and lose a couple of matches by a couple of points, and you come fourth and you're just done. Your year's over. <laughs> you know, like it's uh, yeah, it, like yeah. It, you you need a certain a certain bit of luck in in, in those kind of one after other games. But um, yeah, look, we're up and running. And is there anything else we want to we want to cover off? The, the only other thing to cover off this week, the other interesting game this weekend is Limerick and Clare. Oh yes, that's grounds, Saturday night. Whereby oh, all yeah. accounts there's thirty thousand tickets sold already. Jesus Christ, is that true, guys? Yeah. Where do you hear? No, who's true. your source on the on the ticket sales? Marie Crow Irish Independent. There you go. It's vetted. Yeah, there the, you are. The internet. Oh, this is a new wave of attendance, isn't there? At the, at the for league, league what, matches, what's this sort of. It's absolutely yeah. mental. Well, if you think about the league match last year between the two of them, was um, epic. So was the championship round robin, and then so was the Munster final. So, and Clare, Clare is on the doorstep of Limerick. So it's I know they're only over the road. Only in the road, and it's a Saturday night game. Like I, I, there's something cool about those Saturday night games. Isn't I it? think I think they're deadly. Like you know, um, yeah. Well, okay, that's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. Lads, I'm going to leave you wrap up here. I'm being summoned, and uh, I've got oh, Dara. Poor, poor old Dara is not well, so we'll have to look after him. Yeah, you go look after Go on. Dara. Good man, giggles. Talk to you later. Good man. Talk to you later. Good man. Good man. Good man. Good man. Good man.
Okay, Shawnee, anyway, I think we're, we're, we're more or less just there anyway. But, um, yeah, looking forward to this weekend. You've got your go. Are you going to watch any of them live, Shawnee? You going to might get that? Oh, might, no. Would you get the, the no, Saturday no. night game live? No, that's Sunday morning. The Saturday for you. night game? No, I'll just get up early on Sunday morning because I've got we've also got the Noel Walsh tournament here. Oh yes, um, which is the kids the kids uh, blitz, I suppose you'd call it, which is up in the Trobe um, on Sunday. So which is fantastic. Sean Ogan and are, are playing in that, and uh, yeah, we'll have a full day of of matches on Sunday. So these three weeks in a row are all. Bang, bang, all, bang. Um, yeah. bang, 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 tournaments. A bit like Which the Round Robin. It's like I the mean, Round Robin series yeah. in June. Yeah. Week after me. week. Week after week. So no, I won't. I'll, I'll get up early on Sunday morning because we have to be out there, I think, by 8 o'clock. So I might get up at 6 and watch it, um, the Saturday night game. Yeah. So yeah, That's we'll the get one some game in you. I will say that I'm enjoying the most is watching sport at normal times of the day. I don't know, at a reasonable hour. <laughs> Just yeah. at the time it's actually on. Um, it is. It is one of the definitely of the upshots of of, of being back, and Anders in tune yeah. as well. Look, we we call it there. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back again next week. Um, looking ahead, obviously, our, on the week that was gone and the week ahead, and looking forward to the sevens. Maybe we might try and get a special guest on to preview the sevens once we know the draws. So thank you, Shawnee. Thanks, Giggles, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Giggles. Thanks, Liam. Bye bye.